Is that Fredra's turn? What? Yeah, we're good. Leave <laughs> that in. <laughs> nope. I'm good at mic checks, and you don't edit these. <laughs> Yikes. Episode five of Riverdale. That was a beautiful segue. I'm not yes. being ironic. Oh wow! No, <laughs> I would have been. I have a literal like list of things on my phone that are unbelievable non sequiturs from <laughs> from um, people I know. So genuinely, nicely done. Thank you, thank you so much. I've been practicing. I haven't been. Ah. it just ca- it just comes naturally to me. Oh my god. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's segues. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we are. Here we are. Another week, another episode of what I've been calling the punishment show. <laughs> because it can only exist as a punishment for something we've all done collectively. So. And, and the only reason we didn't title it that is because we were afraid Marvel with the Punisher would, would sue us. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're very, you know, litigious. They are. Probably. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Instead, we took a direct quote <laughs> from a TV show. Which is better, somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Well. Hi. Sorry. Hi, I'm Miranda. <laughs> I've, I've never seen an episode of Riverdale, and I really don't want to. <laughs> and I'm Evelyn, and I've seen every episode of Riverdale. And I will be forcing Miranda to watch the musical episode. No! <laughs> you can't, I'll hide, I'll hide, I'll, I'll... I just, I feel like you have to, like, experience it. Like, it you can't hurts. just, you can't just listen to someone talk about it. it you have to, you, you have to live through, and, like, and, and survive. I know the words you're actually saying, mm-hmm, but what I'm mm-hmm. hearing is, like, Miranda, you just don't know what it's like to be waterboarded. <laughs> Until it's happened to you. Maybe you'll like it. You won't know until you try. (laughs) Don't yuck my yum. (laughs) So, we are back with Riverdale. And much like Riverdale. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We are about to attend a funeral. Yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I should be really excited or really sad. I mean, oh... Uh, it's probably Jason's though, right? Cause, yeah. Cause or maybe it's not. I don't know. One. Maybe there's two. It. Two weddings in a Riverdale. Oh God. <laughs> Yeesh. Well, here we are. Here we are. Um, last week we had some interesting. Oh, before I forget, I want to apologize because last week. As you fucking should. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> last week, we found out Miss Grundy is not Miss Grundy. Right. Uh, still Ultra Milf, but not still. Geraldine Grundy. She's she... actually Jennifer Gibson. Yes. And she has a gun. <laughs> and Jennifer I... Gibson, who has a gun. That Jennifer is actually Gibson her... has a gun. A children's book. <laughs> See Jennifer run. Run with her gun. <laughs> oh my god. But I. That episode was what, like almost an hour and a half, these run. And not once 
Did I say Miss Gundy? What the fuck? This is what the show has done. How it's... did we miss something so easy? I don't know. We are pathetic. Also, I realized I made a whole joke about like, haha, Skeet Ulrich. And it's like, well, of course, we met him last episode, and I knew he played Jughead's dad, and I was still completely <laughs> blindsided by the time we got to the end. There's just so much that happens in Riverdale. Like, it's hard to keep up sometimes, so, so I understand. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can leave that full silence in, by the way. You <laughs> just see equations appearing in front of you. A um, little bit of housekeeping this week mm. we have a twitter tweeter um so if you want to get tweets <laughs> follow it i guess it's, right now um, it's kind of strictly business but i am sure shit posts will appear soon oh they absolutely will um we have like we post when the episodes are up and also um if you want to be like me and remain more or less blissfully ignorant the screen caps that evelyn has handpicked uh will be posted um so that you can also uh panic with me yes and make your own predictions yes uh it is uh i guess we should say the twitter handle so people nope <laughs> you have this to is, this is the mystery of our show <laughs> who killed jason what's our twitter handle <laughs> you'll never know uh it is at mood for chaos pod i believe uh so follow us on twitter if you feel so very inclined um we record several episodes ahead of what we release so that is why we are only just now <laughs> announcing our twitter on episode five although we tweeted about releasing episode one when episode one came out mm -hmm. this that no is time traveling yeah so Get in the time machine with us. The Wayback Machine? The Peabody and Sherman. And let's have a fun time. I don't know if we can, <laughs> because I just remembered the title of the episode you sent me. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, if you want to get into it, because yeah. I literally already forgot about <clears throat> that, and we discussed it five minutes ago. Yep. All right. So Miranda's going to look at the screen caps now. Mm -hmm. Well, first off, the episode is right. called <laughs> Heart of Darkness. Uh-huh. Um, I cannot recall, I don't <laughs> think, if any of the previous episodes have been based on classic novels. Um. There was River's Edge. There was Touch of Evil. That sounds kind of poetic. Yeah. There was. The last touch. picture show was the last yes. episode. So it was the third one. The third one was, um, Body Double. Okay, so yeah, this is just full on, now we're talking about Joseph Conrad and yeah. whatever. Did you ever have to read that? I did not. Okay. Um, so anything you say about it, I will not be able to relate to. That's okay. <laughs> it's pretty, a lot. It's like one of those books that is, I mean, it's short. I think it's only yes. like 70 pages, but it's like super, super dense and also existential and whatever. So um, I've heard. Yeah. Is it, is it good? Would you say it's worth reading? I don't even remember. I know okay. that. I, okay. I do remember where it's like, it's certainly one of the ones you, you read, written by like, an English person talking about Africa, so uh, automatically, yeah, it could just sort of, yikes, yeah. Um, but I don't know the comments on humanity and whatever. I hear Apocalypse Now is supposed to be really good. Interesting, which is based on that. What I so what I know, I don't know how. Again, I don't know how this title could relate to the episode because 
<laughs> Unless it literally is just someone remembered that, like, a dark heart. There's a saying about, like, having a dark heart. Uh-huh. So, I don't know, but I'm looking at things. All right. So, first screenshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> there is a Archie. There's a Archie. And there is a woman behind him. Is it Josie? Is no. It, is it? Is it? Can I tell you who that is? Yes. Okay, that's that's Val. Oh, that's your fave. That's my fave. I wanted to I wanted to include the screen cap because she's featured a little more heavily in this episode. Oh. And I just wanted you to be able to see how beautiful this woman is. Oh, so, no, for sure. This I whole thought... entire adult is beautiful. <laughs> Cannot stress this enough. <laughs> this grown-ass adult <laughs> who is not a teen. <laughs> I figured it was one of the pussycats because she's got a guitar, and I know Archie was, like, hanging out with them because he made their genius, their music genius last time. Yeah, with his singular word change. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Incredible. 10 out of 10. So if she's sort of more featured in this, that's interesting. So maybe more more pussycat lore. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. I hate that. Ma- <laughs> I thought you were just going to say maybe more pussy. Ah! <laughs> I would not. I would never want you to. <laughs> but here we are. But here we are. <laughs> uh, it looks like they're in, like, like either one of their rooms or, like, an upstairs room or something. I don't know if they're jamming. I don't know if she's, like, trying to tell him something. But she's got a guitar, so I assume it's some sort of music practice thing. It's kind of a weird angle, too, isn't it? Like, just the way they're, like... Because yeah, Archie's, like, lower down mm. and, like... She's just kind of hovering behind him. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, choice. So that's that is interesting. Actually, now that you mentioned that, that yeah. makes me think that you really chose this for like. I mean, you handpicked these. I did. So I did. I'm afraid from um, the from my Riverdale garden. Oh boy, <laughs> what grows there? Oh, you don't want me to tell you that. <laughs> Weeds, <laughs> cyanide, <laughs> or no hemlock. You can't. <laughs> 30-year-old footballers. <laughs> abs! Abs. Your ab garden crop yes. is coming in nicely. <laughs> the ab harvest will be will be bountiful this year. Bountiful abs. I might get 13 of them. <laughs> a, and then the second screen cap. If you told me this was a still from like a live-action Adam's Family, <laughs> I would believe you. Because mm-hmm. it's just people sitting dressed formally at a dinner table. A mm-hmm. lot of them in dark clothes. One one person, looks like it might be Veronica, not too sure. Yes. Okay, she's in purple, but uh-huh. it's a dark purple, and everyone else is in black. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming this is like a that's um, That's Cheryl sitting next to her, by the way. Okay, that makes yeah. sense, because I think, I thought the guy might have been the dad, Clip. Clifford? Clifford. Clifford and Penelope. I, this is a, this is a quick tangent, mm. um, which has become a marker of this podcast, but uh, I forgot Cheryl's dad's name until this episode, mm. and then they said Clifford, <laughs> and then I thought, they have red hair, and now all I can do is associate <laughs> Cheryl's dad with um, Clifford the Big Red Dog. I think you mean Clifford the Big Red Dad. (laughs) 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 I know you shared that with me. We are off to a strong start. Yup. I would say we excel in fucked up images in the first 10 minutes. 
Kool-Aid Jesus. Clifford Huge <laughs> tracts of lies. Is that this episode's title, Clifford the Big Red Dad? Have, Might we, have, to have be. we found it already? That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I assume this is like, um, like a meal of consolation, like after post-funeral dinner mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, at the ends of the table are Penelope and Clifford. And Clifford the Big Red Dad. And we are looking at... <laughs> Cheryl and Veronica who are sitting next to each other mm-hmm. but behind someone else with looks like sort of gray or blonde hair and I don't know who that could be this is our this is going to be our first time meeting this woman okay so that's okay that you don't know so I don't know I forgive why, you <laughs> I don't know why Veronica would be there <laughs> I don't know why most of these people would be anywhere we find them <laughs> but I wonder if maybe Cheryl is like interested in her or is trying to get something mm. from her and so like invites her as like a plus one to this <laughs> do you do plus ones at funerals <laughs> like dinners so i don't know i i wonder if this woman is like um a grandparent a blossom grandparent um or if she is in some way connecting veronica and the blossoms mm-hmm. i mean i guess i guess if they're both like uber rich then it makes sense that cheryl would sort of be like well you're worthy of setting foot in my house <laughs> But also last week, weren't their parents getting absolutely snippy with each other? The difference between money and class, which is still one of the yeah, sickest that's what, uh, burns. Yeah, that's what Veronica's mom said yes. to Cheryl. Right, because Cheryl yeah. was like, don't steal the money. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so that's something. Mm-hmm. And then the third picture is, oh, this looks like, I mean, this is a funeral <laughs> is, is what I'm seeing. Uh-huh. Um, more Cheryl, uh, there's, we're, like, looking from down an aisle at the casket with, like, huge bouquet of flowers behind it. Huge tracks of land. <laughs> the casket with huge tracks of land. <laughs> there's just giant tits on it. <laughs> flat, 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 boom, flat, flat, flat. <laughs> Oof. Um, and it looks like the, the, again, Clifford and Penelope, um, in black, Cheryl, it looks like, is stepping up to the podium yes. to speak. So I assume uh-huh. she's giving a eulogy. Uh-huh. But also, she is dressed entirely in, like, pure white. This is true. So that's so she is. weird. Uh-huh. She's not wearing that in the other photo. No. Everyone else is in black. And I'm sorry to keep harping on this, but that's a wedding color. White? Yeah. And yes. she's, like, technically... Up there with her brother. Uh-huh. And I don't like it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, she she's stunning, and it, like, it's a She's nice... a very beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, and I, I mean, it's like, it's a nice... Madeline Petch is her name, the actress's name. I think name. I knew that. Yeah. I think it's Petch. And I think you say it Madeline, not Madeline. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because it's E-I-N-E, so that would be Madeline. Mm. Madeline. 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 Welcome to Pronunciation Corner. <laughs> Clifford, the big red day. <laughs> um, I mean, like it's a, like it's a modest dress, and everything about it would be like funeral appropriate? Question mark. Except that it is like, if not for the color, so glaringly white. Yes, it is. It's um, quite white. And there are a couple of white roses on the bouquet. All of the flowers are just a bunch of red roses, and two are white. Or maybe three. So I don't know if that's accents or if we're really trying to say something. I'm oh, I didn't even notice that. Never mind. Um, but, I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe. I hope not. I um, hope they don't say anything ever. 
<laughs> oh, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> Someone's listening to the podcast being like, oh, they don't fucking say anything. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hear about huge tracks of land one more time. <laughs> Turn this motherfucker around. <laughs> um, so, I am having trouble. The two, the latter two, feel like they're relatively connected. Okay. I don't yeah. exactly know how to fit the first one into it um, with the Pussycats and Archie. I'm still not clear if, like, this funeral is, like, open to the town or if it's, like, rich people of Pembroke only or whatever. I am <laughs> um, interested to know who this older woman is. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a very interesting character. Oh, yeah? Yes. Hmm. If she's real Miss Grundy, <laughs> I'm going to no, have to... No, real Miss Grundy's dead, remember? Yeah, but nothing's <laughs> real and ever what it seems. What I do like about these, mm-hmm. and I appreciate... Okay. Is no Jughead. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bar is that low. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They still trip over it. Uh-huh. <sighs> Have I sent you any actual screenshots with Jughead in them, except for that one where it's just, like, him blurry in the foreground, and it's, like, the back of his fucking head? You can barely make out against the shadows. If I say yes, <laughs> will you not send me <laughs> photos of Jughead. I'm going to... Babe, babe, send jugs. <laughs> send jugs. I will say this. Uh, no matter how you answer this question, I will be sending you only screen caps of Jughead next episode. Uh, then I plead the fifth. That doesn't <laughs> exist in this country. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Uh, there's going to be a funeral. I... Oh. If it's a public funeral, my guess is that the Pussycats are going to perform. No, oh, could you have... Oh my, <laughs> fuck <laughs> because cheryl seems to be close with them yeah um or at least like knows them and i don't know they perform everywhere for everyone at everything this is true they certainly do just kind of pop up don't they they're just there always hmm. lurking hmm. ready to grab their instruments and perform at a moment's notice i don't know what i'm talking okay. about i thought we were going somewhere <laughs> dirty okay no we're not going anywhere with that one really that was just kind of filling the silence <laughs> fair um she really is stunning val i'm always right? jealous of people who can like super control their curly hair i know i should be taking <clears throat> better care of mine and it's hard it's just sort of like and i know they're all made up because it's a tv show but still <laughs> these the if i can say one good thing about riverdale it's that lovely costumes love lovely i guess simply delightful mm. <laughs> Okay, tell me about this yes. heart of darkness. Okay, so this is chapter, not episode, ah! chapter five. Um, so uh, the chapter entitled Heart of Darkness mm. begins once more with a, a, a recap of the last episode and then Jughead's narration. So um, last episode... Uh, Miss Grundy left town um, after Alice Cooper demanded it. Um, the sheriff's murder board, which he just <laughs> had in his, home in his home for some reason instead of at work where he works um, on this murder case, uh, th- th- that was destroyed. His murder board was destroyed. Um, and we also learned that um, Hiram is still able to conduct business transactions yeah. uh, even though he's in jail they're, right now. They're bribing the mayor, aren't they? Yes. Kay. Yes, they are. Oh, and it was they, Josie's mom. Yes. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> so, um, Jughead's narration uh, begins. He says, every town has one. The spooky house all oh. the kids avoid. Ours was Thornhill, the Blossom family's mansion. What? <laughs> Thornhill. Thornhill. Uh, and we see shots of... Um, First, the exterior of the mansion, and then we see Cheryl, who is wearing a full-on red gown and holding, um, like, like a, uh, like, candle instead of just a fucking, instead of turning the lights on or using a flashlight or anything else. And She's she, gone full Regency era. <laughs> yes. Um, we've gone full gothic novel in this episode, which is how they describe what occurs in Cheryl's oh home. Oh my god. So, um, she, uh, is walking through the house in this gown, uh, holding a, is it, how do you pronounce candelabra, candelabra? Candelabra. Candelabra. I have never heard candelabra, but I really do like that. Candelabra. (laughs) Candelabra. It's a candelabra. Um, so she's holding a candelab, candel, why am I struggling? Lob would be the, uh, where you put the emphasis of that house. Candelabra. Mm -hmm. Candelabra. Okay, this has been another brief pronunciation <laughs> corner. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving swiftly onwards. Swiftly. Uh, so she's walking through the house. She um, gets to Jason's coffin, which they have apparently just been keeping in the house. Um, I don't uh, think so. They have their own cemetery, uh, uh. because of course they do. Um, and she. Uh, approaches the coffin, she opens it, and it is empty, except for some bloody scratch marks on the lid. Uh-huh! And then... Oh, this is... Jason appears okay. behind her oh. to start choking her, and... What? Psych! What? It's a dream! Yeah, no, boy, yeah, but what? Yes. I caught on to that being a dream far too late. Um... So did I, to be fair, so... <laughs> But the, the part, they actually have, like, a cemet- home cemetery. Yes. Build your own. DIY cemetery. DIY cemetery. Yikes. <laughs> so, and they're in Riverdale. They're not, like... Yeah, no, okay, they're sorry. part of Riverdale. I ask because apparently, like, comics-wise, their thing is, like, they're from Pembroke, which oh. is, like, close to Riverdale, but really, like, socially, like, frou-frou and, okay. and whatever. And they don't associate with, and I quote, townies. <laughs> they don't like that. Uh, they don't like, yeah, talking to poor people, I guess. Mm. Um, so I'm just trying to get this straight because I still, in my head, always forget that Veronica's new in town. Yes. So it sort of seems like they've put Cheryl where Veronica usually w- would be, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Yes. Not not sure what that's about. But they live in Thornhill? Yes, that is the name of their, uh, their family mansion. Okay. As every family has. So they've been here for ages then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we actually learn a little bit about, uh, the Blossom family history in this episode. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's a dream. Cheryl, uh, wakes up. (laughs) Her mother is standing in her doorway, just kind of staring at her. Oh, good. And she says, I told you, Cheryl, no more sleeping in Jason's bed. Oh! 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 Okay, yeah, that got me. Yep. And do you think she had to say that while Jason was still alive? <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> I told you. 
told you she got the implication that this just keeps happening. No, oh, it's pretty upsetting. Yeah, that's very sad, actually. It is. I. This is quite sad. Did you ever read Junie B. Jones? This I is did. Related. I so did the, read Junie the author B. Jones. Barbara Park. She wrote a serious book. I don't even remember what it's called. Hmm. Um, but it's like it's about this family where um, like there's a brother and a sister and the parents and the brother is killed when he's hit by a car on a bike ride and he wasn't wearing a helmet. Oh. And so the whole thing is people dealing with that yes. and like his, coming to terms with it. And there, the one of the main things I remember from it is his sister just finally having like a, she kind of breaks down, understandably. Yeah. And his room hasn't been touched and she runs into his room and like gets onto his bed and the line is, I breathed in the smell of Mick, oh. who was her brother, and I. that's always stuck with me. So now I'm thinking about that. That's very sad. Yeah. What's that I, book called? I want to read it. I don't remember. I know the brother's name is Mick, and I know the author was Junie B. Jones' woman. Okay. Maybe we'll put it on the Twitter. Maybe. But who knows? I, I hate that Riverdale's making me feel sad because of that. Yeah. But, oof. Although it's not really Riverdale making you feel sad because of that. It's you just know what? You're right. reminding you of another thing that made you sad. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even count. Thank you. I would say. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so Cheryl says uh, that she's been working on Jason's eulogy, mm-hmm. um, and Penelope tells Cheryl not to bother because Cheryl won't be speaking at the funeral. Whoa! Um, she then she says um, something along the lines of, you know, who knows what you would say, uh, and and uh, she's worried that Cheryl would just embarrass the family. Oof. Um, she then picks up the paper Cheryl was writing the eulogy on and just crumples oh it my. up. So then we we <laughs> then cut to Archie's abs. Oh. Um, they are <laughs> they are punching a punching bag, which he abs. Yeah, <laughs> which which uh, Archie just has in his room, uh, and apparently it's for football. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, Archie, um, wants a scholarship for college, um, so that when he's in college, he can focus on music, and the way he's going to get the scholarship is by becoming captain of the football team, Uh, um, so now he's going full ham, uh, for this, uh, for the football instead of the music again. So he's, like, going... In the complete opposite direction to get where he wants to go. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do sports. I want to do music. So to do music, I will do sports. Yes. Which, to be fair, school is expensive, especially yes. in the States. I think this is kind of a smart move, honestly. Yeah? Yeah. And I guess he's got a chance now that, like, I assume Jason is, like, the star. Yes. Um, yeah. So he wants to he wants to get the scholarship so that mm-hmm. that will pay for... His education. But I'm surprised there's no, like, music scholarship thing with how, that is you know, popular their music it? program was. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, burr, 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 burr. so he's telling all of this to his father, Fred. Mm. Um, Archie has woken Fred up <laughs> with his punching. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it like a bag that hangs from the ceiling? Yeah. Okay. He just has it in his room. I was kind of hoping I don't know where the fuck he got it from, you... but... Yeah, no kidding. Apparently. <laughs> he's just got, like, Grundy's body in it. Oh, my God. I, I, 
It's got I Jason's would. body in it. <laughs> That's why the casket was empty. That's why it was empty. Um, I was kind of hoping it was one that would, like, you could knock at the top and it would go down and swing back up and he would just be, like, oh. bonking it back and forth. That would have been fun. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to uh, the Blue and Gold, the newspaper at Riverdale. Right. Um, Kevin has recreated his father's murder board for Betty and Jughead. Because now they are uh, investigating the murder. Yeah. Betty's talking about, you know, how, um, like, they as students have access to something the sheriff doesn't, which is the other students, but it's like he can interview them. But maybe, like, the idea is that, like, they wouldn't want to talk to the sheriff. They'd want to talk to, like, their the friends newspaper. about it. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway. And they don't have any legal means of compelling people to talk. I mean, if you're being... Yeah. So that's just, like, not... Yeah. I also... Did Kevin recreate this murder board, like, instead of recreating his dad's? Right? <laughs> like, if you knew all of this by heart somehow, why did you not help your dear papa, who <laughs> is the sheriff? Sheriff dad. She, who is sheriff dad? Um, we find out that whoever trashed the murder board stole a bunch of stuff, um, Ooh. including the audio tapes of police interviews. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Trevor walks in. I don't remember who Trevor is. Trevor? Yeah, Trevor's here. I think it's Val's brother. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but I don't really remember, and I didn't care enough to go back and find out. That's fair. So Trevor walks in. Um, he asks Betty if they're still on for tomorrow. And Betty's like, it's a date. And mm. then she gets all awkward. Mm. And then Trevor leaves. And uh, Jughead and Kevin are like, you're going on a date? Oh, and Betty's no. like, no, it's not a date. It's, it's, uh, it's intelligence gathering. But it's like, who the fuck is Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> Why would he have any? Like, I just, I don't understand. Like... Anyway, I feel like I feel like if your two closest friends when they ask you like, "Are you going on a date?" and your immediate reaction is they can't know, mm -hmm. those aren't great friends. <laughs> no, no. Well, she is like, she is going on this quote unquote date yeah. to gather intelligence. Like, right. She's being kind of kind of shitty to Trevor. Yeah. Like everyone's manipulative. That ain't that ain't cool. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. No, it's false pretenses. False pretenses, and that's a crime. <laughs> and Sheriff Dad will arrest her <laughs> by the end of this episode. He comes up. <laughs> Somebody broke into my house and stole my siren, so I have to do that oh. myself now. He's gonna make his own siren sounds. Oh, poor Sheriff Dad. He's had a tough week. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now it's time for Archie to play football. Uh, I don't know anything about football, but apparently Archie's really fucking this one up. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, and the coach is like, uh, where were you? Because you weren't on my field or whatever. And then he says that um, Archie and, and Reggie are, are now in competition to become captain. Oh, it's going to be between the two God. of them. Subtle. Very <laughs> subtle. <laughs> right? 
Um, so then we cut to Fred. He walks into Pops. He's there to pick up some food. Hermione hands it to him. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he complains because Archie's been keeping him up all night uh, with his punching. punching. <laughs> you know, when your son won't let you sleep because he punches too much. That dad feel. Hashtag <laughs> just dad things. It's just, uh, just Fred Andrews things. Um, and then he says to Hermione that he wants to, um, give, uh, he wants to, to do another date. He wants to go on another date with her. Huh. And, um, Hermione's like, Fred, we're both married. Yeah. And Fred's like, well, I misinterpreted what was happening there. That's my bad, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> Isn't he separated? Yes, I, they're still, like, married. Okay, it's like, separated, they're not, not divorced. divorced. Yeah, but, but they're, like, her, done. But she and Hiram are, like, married. It's just that he happens to be in jail. Yes, yes. That's how they get you. That's how, that is how they get you, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, Fred leaves very quickly because, of course. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I would be out of there so fast. It would be like I never came in. Um... <laughs> So back at school, uh, the gang is walking along the bleachers. Who, who's the gang? The gang is Betty, Veronica, Archie, and Kevin. Is someone else there? I don't know. If it does, it doesn't matter. I feel like I know who the gang is, like, generally, but in this show, I, I don't know who That's the gang really is. That's really fair. <laughs> it's, it's the four you would assume plus mm-hmm. Kevin. Okay. Jughead's also there. Did I say Jughead's name? He's no. there. No. But I assumed he was the fourth. Yeah. Because he's yeah. so important. Yes. So very important. Yeah. Um, so Veronica says to Betty, you're positively radiating Nicholas Sparks, which is a lot to deal with. And then she refers to Archie's life as PG or post-Grundy. <laughs> Someone needs to stop her. Or at least the writer. <laughs> Someone just needs to, like, put their hand on these writers' shoulders and just be like, hey, what if we didn't? What if we we did a different thing that wasn't this? Is it, is she implying PG? Like, are we supposed to think, like, haha, because you're not having sex anymore? I don't really know. She just kind of says something like, how's your life PG? And then Archie's like, what's PG? And then she's like, post-Grundy. Was that too soon? Yeah! (laughs) He was being molested! Jesus, uh, yeah, it ain't reading Nicholas Sparks. Ugh. And didn't last week she was talking about like the Oscar Wilde, Oscar Wilde, Oscar <laughs> Wilde, our favorite author, Oscar uh, Wilde. Yeah, she said that was episode three. That was oh, Dark Betty. Chuck, yeah, yeah, where she said that Chuck was no Oscar Wilde, which was like I would not want to date Oscar Wilde. No, he wouldn't be dating <laughs> you, Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Betty asks Archie, they're kind of talking about football, Mm. Betty asks Archie if he's using football to avoid his feelings, and Archie's like, definitely not. And then Val shows up, and she's like, listen, um, I, I know that, uh, Miss Grundy was helping you with your music, um, and that she's gone now, but I think that I can help you. And um, she has the contact information for a a very talented, apparently, music man. I don't actually really know what he does. Oh, okay. um, He's some kind of recording artist. And 
she told him about Archie, and so now she's telling Archie about him so Archie can get in touch and he can help Archie with his music now that Miss Grundy is gone. Wow. Yes. That's <laughs> very fortunate for Archie. Yes, it is. Um, so then Cheryl shows up. Oh, good. And she's got invitations for Jason's funeral. Are you shit? Which I didn't know you gave out invitations to funerals. No. I've been to several. And I have never no, once received I'm an invitation pretty for them. sure you don't. You ask about, like, pallbearers and things like that. For people who are going to do things, you're like, will you do this? Yeah. But I, like, that's why they have obituaries, right? It's like, if you want to come, if you knew this person, this is where the service is. Yes. Yeah, this place and this time. Jesus. And this day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's, that's a real. That's so something, cringe. isn't it? It's so cringe. So cringe. Um... She uh, announces herself by saying, sorry to interrupt Sad Breakfast Club, which oh! is hilarious. Oh I will give her that. because Molly Ringwald's on the show. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, Sad Breakfast Club. I do like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate it. it. I like it. Uh, I hate that I like it. Yeah. Um, so Veronica then follows Cheryl uh, back into the school um, and then into the hall, and she's kind of trying to make a truce with Cheryl. She's like, you know, I don't want to be in this fight with you. I forget why they were fighting in the first place, but they were. Um, was it just their moms, or were they fighting? It was them, too. Oh, that's right, because there but was I, a weird, because of, like, the foot, uh, not football, the cheerleading, right? Yes. Where it was like, I don't want Betty here. Veronica, you can stay. And Veronica's like, we're a package deal. And to prove it, I'm going to kiss her. Did you like it, audience? <laughs> and then, like, she and Betty become friends. And then Cheryl's like, oh, no. And so, like, I guess now she's trying to be friends with Cheryl because, uh, I guess plot so. Plot demands? I, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> this, this, this is one of those, we're getting to the point where I don't remember who's, like, fighting with who. Yeah. And, like, how, like, everyone's relationships with each other are and we've established so, that people can and will flip-flop at any given time yes. and will introduce people for as no as they reason. are now yes so yes why bother so why just accept care. it yeah. <laughs> just let it happen let it come as the river dies i was just i was <laughs> just about to do a sad river metaphor oh got uh -oh. there first <laughs> got there first you did um so she just edged out <laughs> the river's edging, edging for, hmm. edging onto the dale. <laughs> I don't know. That one was a stretch. Dale is edging. <laughs> oh, oh! Don't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry to any dales. Sorry to all dales. Um, so Cheryl uh, says, you know, okay, if you want to um, have this truce with me then come over to a sleepover I'm having. And Veronica's like, okay, when is it? And Cheryl's like, the night before the memorial for Jason. Oh my God. Because she doesn't want to be alone the night before uh, Jason's funeral. Okay. Yeah. That, that bit? Yes. That bit is um, quite, like, is a, is a thing that a person would do, and I appreciate that. Yes. It's quite touching, actually. Yes. I would say. Because clearly her parents are, like, just cold as ice. Yeah. And no wonder Jason wanted to get away. Yeah. Um, but when you initially said sleepover, and it's like they're 16, and generally I feel like sleepovers stop happening in, like, middle school or so. I could be wrong, because I mm. didn't have 
uh, many, if any, maybe like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I had sleepovers. I don't know. I still have sleepovers with friends. Okay. Then that's just, like, just maybe crash more at about... my house. It's fine. <laughs> right. But that's sort of, yeah. A sleepover. Okay. It just yeah. sounds formal. No, that probably says more about the state of my friendships no. in <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm afraid. Sh- I was afraid that this sleepover was pretense for a seance. Is what I'm gonna say. Oh, interesting, interesting. Let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's move on very quickly. Much like Fred leaving Pops, let's leave this topic now. <laughs> so, uh, Veronica agrees she'll come to sleepover. We then have a weird football and music montage for Archie. <laughs> Um, he calls Val's music contact, and then he meets with him. Um, the guy's name is Oscar, and Oscar is like, you need to hustle. You gotta <gasps> grind to get good at music or whatever. And Archie's like, I'm a child. Mm. I am but a teen. Um, he's not a child. He's a teen. Yeah. Also, he's not a, a teen. He's... <laughs> 20. Yeah. Although I guess when this was being filmed, he would have been, what, like 18? 19? 20, okay, 2017. How long ago was that? How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Who are you? <laughs> he would have been, uh-oh, math on the spot. He would have been 20, I think. Okay, so not a 20. <laughs> I guess it depends. Yeah. God, I hope that's right. Well, you know. We'll just edit in numbers if it's wrong. It'll just be like a normal podcast and then like 20. <laughs> We won't even say it though. Like we'll get like a <laughs> we'll do, like, like a, a text to speech. <laughs> yeah, will be great. Um, so he asks to listen, like if Archie has some music that he can like show him. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, Archie like kind of hands him a flash drive with mm. some music on it, and the guy's like, "Where's your sheet music?" And Archie's like, "I don't have any." And Oscar's like, "It has to be sheet music," but it's like you. I'm pretty sure he mm-hmm. says, do you have any music I can listen to? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can't listen to it if it's on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know how paper works. Um, but um, It makes the crinkle noise when you squish it. That's not the music, oh, though. It's music to my ears. <laughs> uh, no, it's... And you definitely don't need sheet music. There's a frustrating no. amount of incredible musicians who don't even, like, read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like, why? Oscar, what's what's up? What's up, Oscar? What's up, Oscar? So, Oscar's like, bring me the sheet music for tomorrow. Oh, um, okay. And Archie's like, sure, I guess. Write a bunch of sheet music right? immediately. Learn how <sighs> to read and write sheet music because, like, it. I, I'm pretty sure the implication is that Archie doesn't know how. Which is ridiculous because i guess all the time grundy was supposed to be cheering him they were just fucking or whatever yeah. i mean maybe he does i don't know but um like he does get val to help him later ah. and it's kind of she kind of says that like he's learning fast which to me means that he did not previously have much if any experience yeah. or maybe with like she knows music. like guitar tabs but not yeah Whatever, because he does the guitar, right? Yeah. I, she just specified to not use guitar tabs. <laughs> so, 
Anyway. Um, whatever. Whatever. So we cut to the Blossoms, and we find out that most of the people that were invited, uh, which is apparently a thing you do for funerals now, um, were invited as suspects for them and the sheriff to investigate oh my God. while they're there. Oh, my God. And... Cheryl says that's fucked up. And if Cheryl says that's fucked oh. up, you know you've crossed a line. <laughs> oh. So yeah. she didn't know. No, she finds oh out. Oh, God, her parents. Yeah, she finds out because um, her parents are talking to Sheriff Dad. Um, and she goes, you know, and you call me manipulative. And uh, so oh, that's how she finds out. God, I hate these parents. I know, they suck. I, ugh. They, they're not good. So, uh, then we go hang out with Betty on her not date with Trevor. Right. And apparently Trevor was, like, friends with Jason. Okay. Which I wish that had been established earlier, maybe, but that's fine. Um, and uh, he, uh, they were on the water polo team together, and the month before Jason disappeared, he started being very secretive. Mm. and uh, began selling all of his stuff <laughs> and allegedly started selling drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, uh, Trevor says that, if, like, um, I, th- uh, I can't remember who says, whether it's him or Buddy who says this. I didn't write it down. But mm. they're, they're kind of wondering, one of them is wondering whether, like, this all started, like, after Jason and Polly started hooking up. And then Trevor says that this all started happening after they got together. Mm. Um, and... Oh. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, so that sort of implies to me, at least, that because we know, or Cheryl at least, mm-hmm. told us that mm-hmm. he was running away, which makes sense if he was selling all his things. Yes. And if someone noticed that, like, not a great job, Jason. No, but not- that makes it sound like... He and Polly were going to run away together. Mm-hmm. Do we know what the timeline is for when Polly was put in the group home? I forget. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we really know. Okay. I, I, I guess, all the t- was she, like, in the group home, like, before he was killed? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I believe so. So, uh, then we're back hanging out with Archie. Ugh, mm. Archie, I hate cutting to Archie. <laughs> Which is a problem in a show based on the comics. It's just everything with him is so irrelevant to, like, the actual mystery. Like, like fucking Betty's there. Like, this episode, she finds um, some connections between the Blossom family and her own. uh, Oh, boy. And, um, you know, she's got her, her... sister who was connected to the the boy who was murdered and uh you know veronica's like uh well her family has like connections to the blossoms too that are negative and the mayor and it's like all of that is like plot relevant and then there's just fucking archie who's like i can't decide between football and music and that makes me sad it's wild like the stakes you set up these wacky stakes right off the top that are so high and then look at archie for whom these 70-year comics have been named, and you go, you're going to have typical teenage troubles. Yeah. Betty, you're going to be worried about Which having Which would a... be fine if... <laughs> if it's like if people aren't dealing with everything on the on the, on the a content warning list. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's I. Archie's probably the most frustrating character for me. Oh, fantastic! More just, so than Jughead. Yes, definitely. Uh, but just imagine. because Archie is so completely irrelevant, I guess. I mean, it, even Jughead's writing. It's yeah, like eat, like Jughead's investigating the murder, so now he like has a role to yeah, play in it. I guess. At least, <laughs> Archie's just like there. And, I, I, yeah, I don't, it's, His yeah. dad's got more going on. His dad's got higher stakes than he does. Right? Now that he's, like, connected with Hermione, and he, you know. And and fired Jughead's dad? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Archie not understand. is probably the most frustrating character for me. Um, so, anyway, we're hanging out with him and, and Val in, uh, uh, uh screen cap Archie, yeah, in Archie's, uh, bedroom. She's helping him, uh, with his, his music. Um, and that is the first screen cap I sent you. Um, and then Fred, uh, Fred walks in and, um, he's, he's just like, oh, a, a, a girl, a girl in my boy's room. <laughs> No girls allowed, Val. <laughs> and um, uh, he's like, he he's uh, Archie's kind of like, you know, oh, Val and I are like, we're working on something, and it's like, okay, well, I'll 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 go, I'll leave you guys, and then he like goes to close the door. He's like, I'll close this, uh, not all the way. <laughs> I was waiting. For and then the door he open. he walks out. He kind of like like goes down the stairs and pokes his head around so he can like check on them one last time. Uh, it's like extremely endearing because oh he's God. like so awkward. <laughs> it's the best. Also, I'm upset because Riverdale has taken all of the names of my relatives and put yeah, it in this really? show. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's Geraldine, my grandmother. Val. Val, my mother. And um, Archie, or Archibald, which was my grandfather's middle name. <laughs> That's quite upsetting. I know. Do you think? Do you... It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's one of those things that's something. It's just been. I mean, I guess Riverdale didn't take these names. The Archie comics did. Yeah, and there is a minor character called Evelyn, actually. Um, well, now I'm even angrier. Yeah. So I don't. I, I think that might be just be someone. There who's is. Been there's an Evelyn. Okay, an Ev- Evelyn does come into the Jesus. show later, but I think that's season three. Okay. And buckle the fuck up for her. Oh boy. Yeah. So Riverdale knows too much <sighs> about me personally. Yeah. And they're coming for me, and I am afraid. You should be. I am. Ghost in the corner. <laughs> Uh, she's still haunting me. Can't get rid of her. Um, I feel like maybe the only way I will get rid of this ghost is to just do this till the end, you know? Like, like the it follows curse. Yeah. You have to pass it on to someone to, else. Yes, exactly. So, it's me. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's super endearing, that scene. Um, and then we cut back to the Cooper's house. Betty, uh, goes to her dad who's working on a car and she's kind of like every time I try and ask mom what happened to Polly she won't tell me like will you tell me what happened to her and um Hal says that um Jason and Polly got into a fight and after their fight 
Uh, he doesn't know what the fight was about, mm-hmm. but after the fight, Polly was, uh, quote, pretty devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one day, Hal came home from work, and he could hear the water running no, upstairs. Jesus, no. And he went upstairs and knocked on the door, and Polly didn't answer, yeah. so he kicked the door down. Yeah. And um, he found her, and she was trying to hurt herself. That's all he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we learn that. Um, and then, uh, I guess it's the next day at school, or maybe that was in the morning, and, well, it's whatever. They're mm-hmm. at school now, I forget. Um and they're in the student lounge, and Betty is telling Jughead about what she's learned. And Jug, Jughead asks, why does a rich kid sell drugs? And it's like <coughs> the writers of Riverdale just really showing how out of touch they are. I mean, I would sell drugs because I'm not a sellout, and that's the only way I can make money now that the movie theater is shut down. <laughs> um, anyway... I'm really sorry about your crazy sister. Um, <laughs> do you have any weed? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so add attempted suicide yes. to the list of stakes we're putting in this show. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I'm, And as you said, Betty went to talk to her dad, who as far as we know was like a fine guy. He's mm-hmm. just like, Alice is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like never had a conversation with him, right? It's just been her and her mom? Yes. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then Jughead says, we need to ask Jason why he was running away from his parents. And Betty's like, are you planning on doing a seance? <laughs> <laughs> and Jughead's like, no. and what he meant was that he wants to um when they're at the funeral he wants to go upstairs and snoop in jason's room whoa to see if there are any clues that they can find (laughs) uh which is a lot yeah um so then we're back to playing football Uh. again i don't know anything about football and like just based on the last football scene we had Mm. i assumed archie was doing badly also everyone looks exactly the same because they're all in the same uniform and wearing helmets and i can't find kangaroo jack appa's um badly dyed red hair to differentiate him from all of the other uh, adult footballers. Sorry, so he was playing badly last time, and the coach was like, "Get yeah. to the game." So because he was playing badly, yeah. I assumed he was doing a bad job again. But he's doing good, but, I think. But either way, <laughs> if he was doing badly before, why was he put in competition for captain? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I guess, I guess, like he, like, was doing good up until then, and that was just like a bad. Day. Oh, so it's more like and a, then it if was you like, if you keep this up, like yeah, you're then, not going to be anymore. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I only ever had to play <laughs> when we did like units of sports in school. It ugh, was um the worst. The it was hell. They didn't want us to do football because it was like actual contact, so we played flag football. I think we did that too. Yeah. 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 My favorite was um like. I think it was, I think it started in grade 10, maybe grade 9, where, like, we were allowed to, um, not do gym, Mm. like, 
every day. Like it was like we called it like 50 50. Mm. So it was like you do 50% of your credits mm-hmm. like in gym, like doing the gym things. And, and then the, the other 50% you do outside and you just like write everything down and get like your parent to sign it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anywho, uh, that was, I was thrilled when Shh. that came about because it meant less time uh, in gym. Which we I had, hated. So we had that in grade eleven and twelve, except that there just was no more gym class in eleven and twelve. You could do mm. what you wanted, except except you had to attend six mandatory lectures. Okay, and also get six hours of gym time over lunch that were organized. So like every month, there were like two things set up where it's like today we're gonna learn about kickboxing, and then it was like we're just gonna do a boot camp where you like run around, and you had to attend I think six of those. Oh. Which I feel like defeats the purpose of nearly everything. Yeah. Um, Why? And the lectures bother? and the lectures were never like here's how to take here's how like I don't know really good like health education. It was generally just sort of like guys, do you know what broccoli is? <laughs> and it's just have you heard? Like, have you have you heard? <laughs> have you heard? Yeah. Oh god, it was such bullshit. And the t- oh, that sucks. Yeah. And so I would just like get the little sheet and be like, I went for a walk today for forty five minutes. Guess what I did the next day? You're correct. I <laughs> walked for 45 minutes. I did the same thing, but every once in a while, I would be like, I jogged. Yeah, you switch it up. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm just, like, <sighs> walking slightly more briskly than usual. What the fuck is gym class? Yeah. I, I... The beep test. Oh. do Did other places have the beep test, like, the... outside of manitoba that's like a north america thing is it It oh my god at the very least it's canada yeah you know what's so interesting now i love running i hated right like i hated every aspect of gym class Mm. i hated the beep test because Mm. i'm not i'm not a a speed runner Mm -hmm. i'm i'm an endurance kind of gal um yeah and uh like, the beep test was just so frustrating because it's like, I can go, but I can't go that fast. And, yeah. It's but the trick was, mm-hmm. um, the trick was because uh, they would do the beep test twice a year, right? Mm. So you do poorly on purpose. Oh, my God. The first half. Yeah. Because that's how what they, like, grade you on. Yeah. So you do poorly the first half, and then the second half of the year, you do much better. And that's, that's the trick. So that's that's it. Any teens listening? Any cool teens in gym class? Any cool teens in gym class? That's how you do the beep test. Um, do bad on purpose the first time, and then the second time you do what you can actually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you game the system. Also, uh, don't let people tell you that height doesn't matter in basketball. Height matters. It absolutely does. The health teacher slash basketball coach slash gym person who was useless in all three areas um, did. <laughs> Had the gall to be come up to me, who is for the listeners at home, five foot one, oh. and was like, it doesn't matter how tall you are, you can play. And I was like, then how come you've never tried to recruit me? How come you've never tried to recruit anyone under the height of five ten? Fascinating. For the women's basketball team, I she and I was enthusiastic in gym class. Like, yeah, let's let's have That's fun. That's incredible. I'll play badminton. I was not. But and you know what's sad? What? I was actually pretty good at basketball when I was in grade four because everyone was the same height. Oh! <laughs> and then I never grew and I couldn't do anything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pure. Ew. Uh, well, 
I mean? Dribble, 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 dribble. Yeah. The Ooh. traumas of gym class are everlasting. Truly. Did you ever have to play that one game where it's like there's two benches on either side of the gym and like there's one person standing on one bench yep. for like one team then like and it's like opposite mm-hmm. so like you're trying to throw the ball to get yep. the other person to catch it so that you can get on the bench that was a fucking traumatizing game for me in high school and People lower went rabid at my school for that we didn't do it Ugh, i hated it because i'm not like i'm more athletic now than i was back then mm. but um like i'm still not super good with like the throwing I don't have good coordination Mm. and my upper body strength is basically equivalent to two limp spaghetti noodles so this is wild though so if you put us together we'd kind of be an unstoppable sports machine (laughs) (laughs) this is what we've learned (laughs) this is oh my god we can stop the podcast now because wow. you, you are for endurance, and I'm for fast speed. Yeah. Because I don't have great endurance. I am only upper body strength. That's I, amazing. I didn't... <gasps> yeah. We are the ultimate sportsman. <laughs> once, once we figure out... How to fuse. How to fuse. Merge. How to merge. <laughs> it's over it's for o- the rest for of the world. for everyone. Watch out. Michael Phelps is the only athlete I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Who is not known for <laughs> basketball. <laughs> so you're going to get on my shoulders. Yes. Well, yes. yes. And I, because I'm the endurance. Right. But so then I'll if we your... need to, like, but then it can kind of be like a, like a. What if I just attached myself to your back and whenever you needed upper strength, you just turned around and I yeah. used my own arms? Yes. I love this. This is amazing. We're nothing if not innovative. This is how boring the Archie parts are, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've come to this. It's come to this. Anyway. Um, fusion. <laughs> <laughs> so, football. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, I guess. Sure. And um, Archie uh, fucks up his hand while he's playing football, oh, no. even though he's being a good football boy. Oh, no. Um, how will he guitar? I'm, I will. Oh no, Archie! Oh, poor Archie! With his... Although maybe Fred can get some sleep now if he can't punch him. Right? <laughs> maybe, maybe Archie will let his poor father rest. <laughs> Please give Fred Andrews a fucking break. Um, <laughs> this is so bad. Say you think it. The first, the first Say time, it. Archie was really like going to town all night. <laughs> Fred like woke up and just heard like. Oh god. He was just sort of like like thumping. Is he he can't is he, be. <laughs> this is this guy's a grunt? Is it just sort of, <laughs> and like he was so relieved when he found out it was punching. Just, not like aggressive all night jerk sessions. Any other parent would just be like Oh my god, my my boy is punching too much. And Fred's just like, "Thank God it's just punching. Thank God it's only punching. Oh my god." <laughs> That would be deeply upsetting. Um, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Punching, not pulling. And so Archie fucks up his hand, and Reggie's like, you should sit this one out. And Archie's mm. like, no, I'm not going to sit this out. And Reggie's like, You're, you'll thank me later. <laughs> and then Archie's like, no, I'm not sitting this out. And then he doesn't sit it out. 
Um, and then afterward, he's like sitting in the hall, bandaging up his hand. Mm. Um, and Veronica sees him, and she comes over, and she like helps him. And um, she's like, "Oh, like you're hanging out with uh, with Val." And Archie's mm. like, "You jealous?" And Veronica's like, "I'm not jealous. Uh, I had oh. my I had my seven minutes in heaven with you. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it comes up so often. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, it's like you aren't jealous. Yeah, Come because on. this is Archie. Because this and is Archie, this is and that's the point. What of this is Archie." Uh, so then we're back at Oscar the Music Man's office. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's a music man. He's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> uh, Oscar describes... Trevor right here in Riverdale. Sorry. What? Do, have you seen the Music Man? No, the I musical? haven't. Sorry, there's this song, There's Trouble Right Here in River City, and I just remembered the first oh, two God. syllables of that town were river, and so I was possessed briefly by the That's spirited. fine. <sighs> the guy. Um, the spirit of the guy. You know the one. Music Man. The Music Man. He's what? So, so Archie, um, Oscar describes Archie's music as fine. <laughs> Roasted! Um, and Archie's like, I was up all night working on it. Which means? And Oscar says, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I mean, yeah! Mm -hmm. He just started. Mm -hmm. He's emotionally, like, repressing things. Mm -hmm. He's... He's not a character. Mm -hmm. How was this supposed to be good? <laughs> right? Um, and then Oscar's kind of, he kind of goes off on a thing, like, uh, I don't know what your other music teacher told you, and this is going to be hard to hear, but, like, your music is juvenile, and <laughs> it's all breakup songs, and blah, and it's like, have you listened to the radio, you motherfucker? Yeah. Um, but uh, Oscar's like, I don't think I can help you. And so Archie is once again left without a music teacher. Oh, no. So then we're at the Blossoms. Mm. Um, Veronica, it's time for the uh, sleepover. Right. Um, Veronica is the only one there. Yikes. Uh, that's the nightmare. She And that's the second screenshot I sent you. Um, so oh, that's okay. Veronica at the Blossoms for the sleepover. Um, she says, thank you for having me. And Penelope says, Cheryl invited you. I have no idea why you're here. <laughs> God, these parents. They're just genuinely terrible people. I There's a part of me that would love to have, like, the, the chutzpah to the say chutzpah. something like that. Right. But also, that's just so un unbelievably not human. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth being the kind of person you would have to be no. to say something like no. that. Um, so that's a big yikes. Um, Cheryl's dad then starts telling Veronica about how Riverdale was founded on maple syrup. I'm sorry? <laughs> and that Sweetwater River got its name because of the maple syrup that the Blossoms make and sell. Okay. That's how they have their fortune, maple syrup. Okay. Yeah. The Blossom family uh -huh. found out how to tap, like, the maple trees and do shit with it. And got rich, and that's Riverdale? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Does this have anything to do with a sticky maple? No. Okay. That's... I mean, like, yeah, because, like, sticky maples, are, uh, they call it a Riverdale thing, because Riverdale's founded on maple syrup. But, um... Oh, fuck. 
Okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, Penelope makes some passive-aggressive remarks about Cheryl. She's clearly blaming Cheryl for Jason's death. It's so fucked. Um, you know, there's some comment about how Cheryl won't be making a eulogy, and um, Penelope says, you know, well... Uh, not all of us got to say goodbye like you did mm -hmm. when you rode Jason to the other side of the river to his death. Whoa! <laughs> it's a lot. God. It's a lot. Oh, that... Yeah. That's a trope that, I mean, I know it's designed to be not not fun, but the trope of, like, mm. selfish parents, mm -hmm. just, just, I can't stand it yeah not even for narrative purposes yeah i can't i just want to reach in and strangle them i know i know and i guess that is the point i guess but yeah it's that's just rough. so painful yeah so then we cut to pops where hermione is cleaning up she's in the back um and then she hears a sound mm. um like someone walking in mm. So she goes to the to the front to investigate, and she finds a box on the floor. Um. And she opens up the box, and there's a snake inside. <laughs> uh -oh. There's a snake in my box. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. So presumably this is about the biker boy. Mm, presumably, yes. Okay. Uh, so then it's, it's <laughs> night. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's so extra. So then at night, Betty hears the sound of a child laughing. And she oh. gets up, and she starts going downstairs. She, she, you know, she calls out for Polly. She thinks it might be Polly. Uh. And she kind of stops at the, on the stairs because she sees her her father sitting in the living room oh, no. watching old, oh, no! old home videos of Polly. Why isn't this show about the parents? Right? The parents are so much more interesting. They're vastly... I honestly find... I think Betty is probably one of the more compelling characters yeah. so far, just because she does have this, like, this, these parents, like, this mother who's so intense. Um, and the thing about, um, like, Betty's mom versus Cheryl's mom is that Betty's mom is manipulative and shitty, but she's still loving in a way. Do you, like, do you know what I mean? Like... She shows affection towards Betty. It's clearly like a manipulation tactic, but it's kind of like it. It feels a little more like what a shitty parent would do. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, or like the, like I'm doing this for you, but the parent like not understanding that. Yeah. You you cannot and should not do that to your child. They are not your a baby anymore. They can and should make their own decisions. Blah yeah. blah blah. And then plus she has this whole thing with her sister where yeah. it's like you don't know what happened to her and your parents are keeping secrets from you. And, and she, so she's got a mystery. And she and Betty, nope, she and Alice <laughs> also, like, they do things. They, yes. They've been driving most of these, this, haven't they? Yes, Like Penelope definitely. just sits there and says something snarky every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Penelope's just kind of there to be shitty. Yeah. Um... But, like, Betty's mother is there to drive the plot forward. Yeah. So. Thanks, Alice. Thanks, Alice, even though you're a terrible person. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, Betty finds her dad watching old home videos God, of Polly. It's very sad. And then we're back at Cheryl's, and she and Veronica are looking at old pictures of Jason. Oh, parallels. And, um, 
Veronica says, no. I hope this isn't weird, oh, but no. your brother was very handsome. And Cheryl says, the handsomest. Nope. No, 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 no. And then she says that she invited Veronica. Um, Veronica's like, well, why didn't you invite, I can't remember her other friends' names. I think it's like Tia and Ginger are their names. Oh, Ginger? Ginger. I know Ginger is, a, is yeah. an Archie person. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember the other person's name. Okay. But um, uh, Veronica's like, why didn't you invite them? And Cheryl says um, that uh, Veronica was the one who comforted her the night of the rally when she ran off stage full panic attack. That's very true. Um, so Veronica says uh, that she will help, like that Cheryl should be able to um, give a speech at the funeral mm-hmm. and that she will help Cheryl um, give the speech. And she says something along the lines of, um, you know, let Penelope and Clifford do their worst. And then Cheryl looks at Veronica mm-hmm. and says... Like, full serious, they'll kill me. <laughs> Which is fucked up. Yeah. Fuck it up. Jesus. Did not expect this much compassion from Veronica. Yes. I'm going to be honest, especially this early on. Veronica is actually, like, a, like throughout the show, she's a very compassionate character. Interesting. Which is interesting based on what you've told me well, yeah. about Afterlife with Archie. Well, it sounds like, it's it sort of sounds like, He's taken most of Veronica's sort of classic traits, like being like old money, mm-hmm. town founder, kind of snobbish socialite, and given it all to Cheryl. I mean, Cheryl yeah. was always sort of a bit of like a more on the Veronica side than on the Betty side in terms of like the two types of women in the world. Yeah. But <laughs> Tippy <laughs> Andrew said, hey, <laughs> she was <laughs> lean more towards sexy maid. But yeah, it oh sounds like God. he's really just sort of transferred stuff. Yes. Interesting. It's very interesting. Um, so then we're back at Pops. Uh, Fred has gotten rid of... Fred is there. He's mm. he's coming back in from getting rid of the snake for Hermione, and he's like, you know, I'm here if you need me, but why the fuck did you call me yep. and not the police? Yeah. And Hermione's like, um, the snake was a message from the serpents. Mm. Um, they're subtle. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm glad they're not called the fucking elephant gang. <laughs> Could you imagine? They like try to put it in a box, so it's just like like the the elephant's like foot crushing the box, and then like the top of the box like as a hat. <laughs> or she hears like stomping outside, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then she looks out the window, and there's just this like gray thing that's like, like out the window. She's like. Why? Who could this be? <laughs> like, she has no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but it was a message from the serpents because Hiram owes them money, um, and she doesn't trust the police. She doesn't trust anyone well, she, in, in mm-hmm. town except for Fred mm-hmm. um, because Fred is pure. Yeah, well, and she can use him. And she can use him. And she, yeah. uh, but she's right to trust Fred. Because Fred is pure. Um, and Fred's like, how much money does oh. Hiram owe them mm-hmm. um, with the implication that he wants to help no. Hermione. Oh, and Hermione's like, I'm not going to tell you. I don't want you to be involved any more it, than you already it's are. It's too late, you you, 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 you two-faced amigo. Mm-hmm. Amigo. I panicked. <laughs> That's fair. 
Um, so then uh, we're at the funeral. Yeah. And um, Penelope is greeting everyone as they're coming to Thornhill. She greets Hermione. Hermione, um, <laughs> you know, gives her condolences. And Penelope, like, leans in and just, like, goes off. And, like, it's like, oh, you're, you've come here to gloat. Jesus. And it's like, what? Um, so then Penelope runs into Archie, um, in the mansion, Eh. and he gives her Jason's jersey, his his number. Okay. Um, and Penelope says, you're so much like him. Yeah. And just kind of touches his hair. hate that. And his face, and it's a very uncomfortable moment. Yeah. Um, but it is, like, surprisingly poignant. Because, you know, like, mother lost her child. Yeah. And I'd feel more for her if she weren't absolute shit to the other one. Yeah. But, yeah, I was afraid you were yeah. going to tell me she thinks it's Jason. This apparently is a thing that runs in the family. They see someone with red hair and they panic. And they just panic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spiral and flee. So they're in the room with the, the casket. Um, and, uh, and everyone's wearing black. And then... Cheryl walks in. Yeah. <laughs> and she is in full white. Yeah. Um what? she uh <laughs> like her her parents are just staring at her like enraged yep. and and afraid. And Kevin sees her and just says yes. <laughs> oh. I am growing very tired <laughs> of the just there's not even one dimension to kevin forget three forget two he's like half dimensional and And that half is just like someone waving a rainbow flag and being like look at us look at us we did it (laughs) we did it we have a gay man yeah look at us and what really kills me is i was looking up a bit more about kevin and the guy who created him dan parent Mm -hmm. is like Archie Comics illustrator, he does, like, a lot of other stuff, but he's he's been around for a while, and he's, like, credited with being, like, pushing for more inclusion in in the comics. What a disservice and Kev Riverdale Kevin is to him. Let me, can I read you a little quote about what the creator said about Kevin when the issue was, was launched? Yes. Uh, this is going to take me a second, so I'm sorry, uh, but I'm editing, so I can deal with myself. <laughs> I can deal with myself. (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) Uh, This is the wrong document. Uh I'm ruining everything. And uh, about his dad being the sheriff. Kevin is also an army person because his dad was, uh, his dad's a veteran. Oh, damn. And he also, um, Kevin, like, also goes into the army, but I think he wants to be a journalist. Okay. Um... Okay. Well, then why the fuck isn't he working for the Blue and Gold? I know! Okay, the, so doesn't have a character. That is genuinely frustrating to hear. Oh. <laughs> Dan Parent said this, quote, Kevin is the all-American teenager who just happens to be gay. We wanted it to be an important factor, yet it doesn't completely define him either. Oh, my God. The reaction You're from kidding. the Riverdale gang is basically a non-reaction, because Riverdale is an accepting and tolerant community where it's okay to be gay. That is, I'm, I actually, that's like, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, that honestly is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. They give it, they give oh him a husband. God. Oh. He gets, he meets someone, he gets shot in muffled sounds 
Middle East war conflict. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> sure. And then his, like, physical therapist doctor mm-hmm. tries to, like, help him through. Right. And then they reconnect. And mm-hmm. then they fall in love. That's the sweetest thing. And then... And then Riverdale did this. Yes. Also... Also. Uh, his husband's a person of color. Like... Ugh. Like... They, they make all these strides in this comic that was from the 40s and just started up yeah. as, like, you know, the way all the comics, like, in the 40s did that got popular and whatever. <sighs> and even up to, like, the early 2000s, they were just... Archie people were like, no, we don't want Archie associated with, like, gayness or whatever. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, like, so in, like, a decade, so much changed. Yeah. And now here it's just, like... It's like they... Yeah. They took the part where Kevin is gay and then erased the part that was important about Kevin in the context of the comics, Mm -hmm. which is that that's not an issue and that's just how he is and it's okay and it's good and like it's not his singular character trait and like yeah I mean Kevin I I also find Kevin to be a very frustrating character in this show just because like not I mean without getting like too into what happens later on Mm. like Kevin never really grows as a character. Oh, great. He, like, things happen to him, and he is involved in the plot, but he never, like, experiences any kind of growth from them. And that's sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. (laughs) I guess the one thing, I guess the one thing you could say for Riverdale is at least, so far at least, Mm -hmm. the people aren't gopping at him and being like oh my god a a homosexual they're like they are just sort of it is what it is but he himself has no other real features yeah yeah so that's that's not by any means an excuse but it sort of seems like something they're trying to hide behind where it's sort of like well because it's not like an issue Mm -hmm. because it's because no one mentions it we're being inclusive but he mentions it it's all he mentions in the way that he is written yeah 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 it's like it the the problem isn't that he's a gay character the problem is that like that's his singular defining character trait but that's not how humans are (laughs) like give him a hobby or something i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah that's really sad to hear honestly it's depressing I, uh, damn. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant bummer. Back Any, to the funeral. <laughs> anyway, back to the very cheery funeral. Cheryl gets up to the podium, and she asks everyone to sit because she wants to uh, start the memorial by saying a few words. Mm. And um, everyone sits. Uh, Penelope tries to stand up and stop her, but Clifford holds her down. Oh. And from the other side of the room, Veronica kind of says to Penelope, um, you're only going to make things worse. <laughs> so Cheryl um, shares 
I wrote, Cheryl sets her sad birthday story. And the sad birthday story oh, is that even though um, she and Jason were twins, she wanted to have separate birthday parties. Um, but oh, then over God. time, Jason convinced her to have one like to have one birthday party with him and she found out later it was because no one else wanted to come to her birthday party which is so sad no yeah um and she talks about how jason always protected her Mm. and um how she couldn't protect him and that she and the entire town of Riverdale failed him. Well, now, hold on. <laughs> and then she um, turns around and be, just collapses on the coffin and mm. starts weeping. Yeah. Veronica goes to comfort her, and Penelope very quickly stands up and moves the party along uh, to the dining room for dinner. <laughs> Whoa. So that's some heavy shit there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the sad thing was going to be like, and now I will only have one birthday party. No, mm-hmm. the one was that no one liked her even when she was like a little kid. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's a bummer. Oof. So then we join Betty and Jughead who are upstairs rifling through Jason's bedroom. Oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, and I forgot to mention, um, at the sleepover, mm. um, the woman yes. who... Um, was on the other side of the table. That is Cheryl's Nana Rose. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Rose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nana Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Betty and Jughead are, they start snooping around yeah. um, Jason's bedroom. Um, and then Nana Rose speaks. <laughs> she was hiding in the dark shadows. <laughs> In the corner of the room. Oh, I'm here for Nana Rose. Right? Nana Rose is great. Nana Rose is my other favorite character. Fair. Um, So uh, she sees Betty and thinks that Betty is Polly. Polly. (laughs) But she's not wearing the wig. (laughs) She's not wearing the wig. Um, So uh, she kind of tells Betty, like, come closer, come closer. And we find out that Jason gave Polly a ring. Oh. Um, and that that ring had been in the family for years and that Penelope doesn't know that Nana Rose gave Jason the oh. ring to give to Polly. Oh and if she God. finds out, she will um, snip Polly's finger off <laughs> to get the <laughs> ring back. And then Nana Rose says that, um, you know, she's so sad for Polly because... Polly and Jason's wedding was the last thing she was living for. (laughs) Miranda has turned around. (laughs) That's a lot. It is a lot, isn't it? Okay. (laughs) I just want to clarify. These kids are all supposed to be the same age. Uh Uh-huh. Polly is Betty's older sister. Yes. How, How much older, then? I don't know. Okay. Because she can't be, well, <laughs> she can in this show, but, like, if she's hooking up with Jason, presumably he's, like, at least a year or two younger than she is, and I guess, like, a year isn't sort of that much of a difference, but any farther, and she's a legal adult, and he's not. Mm-hmm. Which I know is a theme yes. for this show, but... Yeah. This is a, that's a big criticism of this show, actually, because, Good. like, it's kind of, it. it's, like... Jason and Cheryl are in different grades, but they're twins. What? Yeah. Oh, I assume they're in the same grade 
Because they're twins. Yeah, no. Jason's like uh, in a higher grade. Was she <laughs> back? I guess no one liked her. Is that so sad? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. God. Like that's like a a really big thing everyone has yeah. with the show. They're like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, but. It also again in the comics, like Polly is and the brother, uh, Chick. They're like significantly older than mm-hmm. Betty. Oh, wait till we get to Chick. Chick's around. Chick will be around. Oh no. Chick will be around. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, yeah, we find out there that Jason and Polly were engaged. Yeah. Um, Penelope, we cut to Penelope and Cheryl. She's kind of dragging Cheryl, throws her into her room. Um, she says, if it weren't for the fact no one would have you, I'd be shipping you off to a boarding school in Europe tonight. Right. Because Cheryl's mother is a cartoon villain. I have a cousin that does that. Really? There, I have a cousin who is, well, cousin by marriage, and they have, like, uh, three kids. Yeah. And the younger, youngest one was always a brat. Always. Oh, shit. And my, my brother and I knew it whenever we saw them, and we were always like, hmm. And then sure enough, they just didn't know how to deal with him, and instead of, like, really trying to tough it out, um, the this, this cousin... Um, kind of wore the dad down oh my god and sent the kid to switzerland what the fuck and then covid happened <gasps> oh my god so he like the the my they're all like back and, but whatever but like i there are pro- that cousin is a very upsetting mix of penelope and alice you know i was just thinking i uh, you know as much as i refer to Penelope as a cartoon villain and like not a realistic villain. Mm. I know people in my life yeah. who I could see doing the things she does. Yeah. <laughs> which is upsetting. Yeah. Like, so I guess there are <laughs> all types of people in the Truly. world, including those who are genuinely quite evil. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No one would have you. Oh! Yeah. So um, then we see Archie. He's at Pops with Val, and and he's talking about his experience with Oscar and how now he is, like, not going to do music because Oscar told him not to, and Val's like, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. So Miss Grundy told you you were good at music, and so you decided to pursue music. <laughs> and then Oscar told you that you were bad at music, so you decided not to pursue music. Why, when are you going to do things because you want to do them? Thank you, Val! <laughs> oh, she's walked away. Oh, she's back. Sorry, I had to get away from the mic because I had to yell. I'm so, so, that was a grand catharsis. And that's I, why Val is also my favorite character. Good, she's, good. Val. Val, thank you. Yeah. Val, listen to me. Val's this is just great. for you. Thank you. This yeah. episode is just for you. This episode is dedicated to Val. Um, so then at home, uh, Betty, at home with the Coopers, um, Betty asks her dad if he knew um, that Jason and Polly were engaged. <laughs> That's a gamble. His silence speaks volumes. Yeah, what a dumb fucking thing to do, Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we, I mean, like, he knew about the engagement, obviously. Um we find out that um, Cheryl's uh, great-grandfather, this is a connection that the, the Blossoms and Coopers have. This is 
one oh. of the reasons why the Coopers and Blossoms don't get along. Okay. Um, Cheryl's great-grandfather murdered Betty's whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> out of greed and hate. They were in business together selling and trading maple syrup, but Cheryl's great-grandfather got greedy and murdered Betty's so he wouldn't have to share the business. It's cutthroat, that syrup business. Right? Isn't that wild? What the fuck? I, I know. I know. So, Betty asks where Polly is now. And Hal says, Polly is sick and she isn't coming home until she's not sick anymore. Oh. And that's all he says about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the reddest of flags. He then warns Betty to stay out of it, which is another red flag. Right. Um... So then at school, um, we see Archie and Reggie talking to the coach in the coach's office. The coach is like, um, I'm going to make Archie the football captain because Archie gave his jersey um, to, like, he gave it yeah. back, the number back to the Blossoms. And that's what, like, a that's, like, what a real captain should do. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. And then Archie's like, I can't be captain because I love music too much. <laughs> And um, so uh, he's like, you should uh, give the captainship to Reggie. And Reggie's like, what? And then he's like, yeah, you should. <laughs> and Reggie's honestly a little endearing in that moment because it's like one of those like, huh? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should have this. And it's like kind of cute. Um, so then, uh, so, so this, is, this is it. This is the end. And we reach Jughead's narration. Now, this is what he says. Now that Jason was buried in the earth, it would only be a matter of time until something poisonous blossomed. Um, and then I, we're, we're back at the blue and gold. Jughead and Betty are standing in front of the murder board discussing her family. Um, Betty says that whoever broke into the sheriff's house wasn't at the drive-in. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, then we cut to Betty's dad looking oh. at a bunch of murdered Jason oh. files, <laughs> Jason murder files. And then Betty says, um, just to clarify in case we didn't get it, mm. um, that her dad wasn't at the drive-in. <laughs> and then there's a, there's, um... She pins like a little note that says the Coopers onto the board to indicate that they're now like suspects. Um, Okay. And then Jughead says that they need to talk to Polly, and that's where the episode ends. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're, it really sounds like we're gonna meet Polly. I knew, Mm -hmm. I, I think I knew from like, like either earlier discussions or like I just maybe I just assumed that we would meet her eventually but mm-hmm. I thought it would be later although yeah. I guess I still don't know yeah we're gonna be meeting Polly pretty soon oh that's exciting I'm excited think, about that I think we are yeah yeah god Polly's an interesting character yeah yeah they certainly do things with her great <laughs> so look forward to that um yeah, so that was it. That yeah. was um, Heart of Darkness. I forgot it was called that, and I don't know why. I don't really know Heart why the, either. Because I haven't read the book, the so... The Moms? Maybe? I, d- I cannot stress this enough how, like, 
the Heart of Darkness is is like they're trying. Uh, the The protagonist is like they're on a a, a boat down mm-hmm. a river in, I think Africa. Okay. Um, or maybe, Asia. No, it's Asian Apocalypse now. Sorry. Um, because that's like a Vietnam War allegory. But oh, okay. Th- this is like when they're still like trying to quote like oh no the savages whatever ah. like that's the time period we're yeah. around and they just go down this river to try and get to i believe a colonel they're um like a, a colonel who's just sort of been like they've lost contact with and it's mm-hmm. like the farther down they go the sort of more humanity they lose until they get to him and he's like the heart of the darkness I so figured, <laughs> apart from the river and the boating, yeah, I'm I'm I don't know. Yeah, I think I see what they're going for. <laughs> I don't know if they're getting there though. No. <laughs> Do they ever? Well, well, only one way to find I out. I mean, I hate him, but I want to know more about Jughead. We really we'll learn more about him. We really got. We just found out it's like his dad's in a biker gang. Great. Yeah, and that he's homeless. But there's like. I'm surprised at how little we're hearing from him for the for him being the narrator. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yes. Yeah. God. There is a there is also a scene oh. um, that I didn't mention. Uh, where like while um like Jughead and Betty are getting ready for the funeral together. Yeah. And he walks in in the suit and yeah. she kinda turns around like, Oh, like you look so nice and then he kinda like like does a sheepish little smile yeah, kind of thing. He does. So that's that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> Are which I know that you're gonna you really like. You telling me the character that I hate the most <laughs> is probably gonna end up with the only driving force of the teenagers in this show. Yes. Bughead. Bughead. <laughs> <laughs> Jetty? No. Bug no, Bughead. Bughead. <laughs> I think that Bughead is the ship name I in fandom. I it. I, we'd go on for too long if we really got into this now, but what the fuck? I know, yeah. The, the tri- <laughs> But that's not a triangle. That's, now they've just paired off. And okay. Archie still has, like, no, and unless Archie ends up with Val or whatever. And where were the rest of the pussycats? It was just Val? Yeah, it was just Val. Val, Val, was, Val, Val was kind of the one who was the most open to Archie okay. being there when, when um, they were helping. God, nothing connects. The amount of, I know, the am- I know you warned me about and, this. Um, yeah, and I, I will say now that the Betty-Archie romance basically ends in episode two. Are you shitting me? No, not at all. Wow. Yeah. That's for a for a long while anyway. For oh a God. long while. That's very um bold. Against <laughs> form also for mm-hmm. good old Roberto. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well Well. Thank you for another delightful evening. Yes, thank you. <laughs> And thank discussing our favorite show. Yes, and thank thank you listeners for listening. If someone, I'll I'll plug our Twitter again. I guess I don't. We should. We should. uh, I don't know how to Photoshop. I can only do sad things on MS Paint. But I. (laughs) That's all we need. I wonder if we need some sort of representation of what Clifford the Big Red Dad looks like. Mm. Mmm. Yes, I think we might. Let's see what we can do. So we got Sheriff Dad, Clifford Big Red Dad, Angel Dad. 
Skeetle Rick. <laughs> what? Those are the those are the dads in the show, Skeet- right? <laughs> it's Fred. Sure. Clifford the, the big, big red dad, dad. Angel dad, dad, Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> These are all of the dads. There's Tippy Hendren and Sexy Maid are like one side in terms of what woman you are. And yeah. You're one and type then, of dad. Yeah. Each of the four elements. I'm definitely more, <laughs> I would say, honestly, oh, that's so hard. Um, not that anyone asked, but. I'll ask. Which <laughs> dad are you? Thank Long you. ago, the four dads lived <laughs> Changed when, when Clifford the Big Red Dad attacked. <laughs> um, oh, only the milk toast children. So. No, oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm probably more Sheriff Dad because he's surprisingly one of the more neutral dads. Ah. Maybe I don't. I wouldn't. I feel like it takes a certain amount of hubris to equate myself to Angel Dad, so I won't do mm, that. I will. <laughs> well, I will. <laughs> it's you. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were saying no, that you were Angel No, dad. I don't know enough about you. Watch this whole show. I don't know enough about about the dads to probably judge. I will say, mm. however, they're really kind of four for four with shitty moms. Yeah, really like, though. It's kind of <laughs> always the moms that are terrible. Yeah. And do you think Roberto has a good mom? <laughs> <laughs> Should we to phone him? Should we ask? <laughs> I, God. Uh. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And thank you for this, for mm. inviting me into your home to harass you with Riverdale. <laughs> of course. Um, follow us on Twitter. Indeed. Uh, at Mood for Chaos Pod. Um, maybe one day we'll get other social media, but until then, it's just the Twitter. Um, and, uh, this is the end. We're done. We're finished. (laughs) Sorry, that's probably way too, hold on, I'm getting my tea, I'm sorry. This is bad podcasting. No. Walking away from the mic. Okay, I'm back, I'm really sorry. No. Okay, I'm, okay, okay, you can, please continue, I'm very sorry for interrupting. No. No. No.